0: Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. I appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me every single weekday for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. All right, it's time to catch up with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. Today, it's not an easy thing to do. Dude's all over the place. TV on Fox News with Fox and Friends and One Nation with Brian Kilmeade Saturday nights and The guy hosts a three-hour radio show every weekday morning on WDBO as well, 9 to noon. But I did manage to catch up with the Energizer Bunny today, and we talked about all things southern border. President Biden's vow to respond to Iran's proxies killing three American service members in Jordan this past weekend. But we begin with the possible impeachment of the Homeland Security Secretary. Here's that conversation with Brian now. (laughs) That House committee okayed the two impeachment articles against Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, Give us your take this morning, Brian. Where's this thing going here?
1: Well, I mean, I love the fact that it it took 15 hours and uh, they to follow him through and he won't be impeached in the Senate, but I love the fact that he's embarrassed. I love the fact that you had a bunch of people try to defend his lack of action. I love the fact that his best best defense is he was just following orders. Whose orders? Thank you. So when we see the whole border collapse that no one can deny, maybe a year ago, you'd have people say, well, it's not too bad. Well, in certain sectors, oh, it's because of uh, climate change or it's because of bad leaders. So now it's just so overwhelming. No one even cares because... It is uh, You see uh, Denver, per capita, the worst, most overrun. Yesterday, New York City, migrants beat up NYPD, New York cops who were trying to break up a fight uh, at a huge migrant center, this huge warehouse where we're keeping these people who have no business being here as they wait 10 years to be processed. So the guy that is putting that lack uh, lack of effort into the border, denying it's a crisis, got impeached. Now, nothing changes except for the whole country's talking about it. And when you try to defend him, it is doing your job. Republicans aren't productive in the House, but you can't defend his lack of action. You can't defend his cluelessness. You can't defend the numbers, all historically high and embarrassing. And all it puts it on security at risk.
0: You're exactly right, and and that's why I do wonder: is he embarrassed, Brian? I mean, I find it rich too how the Democrats and some of the media are saying, "Well, you know, this hasn't been done in 150 years. Impeaching of of a uh, cabinet member, this is a mockery of the impeachment process." Oh, really? Like after you guys made a mockery of the process with Trump in office? Come on, now.
1: Yeah, what on for four or five days in, committee. And the thing is, I love the fact that they had to make the case. And then you make the case, okay, then you got have, you have to defend the case? What are you defending? That you didn't build the wall? That that everyone who just claims that they're being threatened in their country gets to stay? That no one has ideas, as a fly around the country? That we're using taxpayer dollars to land in small airports and unloading them in facilities? Paid by using these uh, things like Catholic Charities, taxpayer money, Catholic Charities gets these men and women ready and serves them up to communities where they get free housing. And now you're looking at um, urban families, say, excuse me, they're getting more than we're getting. That was supposed, that place where you put our senior, uh, where you put the illegal immigrants, that was supposed to be our senior center. That place that you told us you didn't have any money, you had to close the school, you didn't have any money to make a boys and girls club, oh, wait a second, now you have money to make it a migrant shelter? You didn't have any money to make it a homeless shelter, but now you can give it to people from other countries who look very able-bodied, ready to work? Why are they here? Many are gang members. So you're seeing them in working-class communities. They're not dumping them in Beverly Hills. And And when a handful showed up in Martha's Vineyard, There was a worldwide
0: panic. Here's the depressing thing about this entire border story here, Brian. You know, conviction of Mayorkas has a snowball chance in hell in the Senate there. And, And frankly, even if lightning struck and he was convicted... Biden would just put somebody else in that spot who would carry out his policy, which is basically to look the other way at the southern border, Brian.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine someone more incompetent unless Pete Buttigieg wanted to expand his portfolio. (laughs) So uh, I don't know who would ever take that job. when. You'd say, excuse me, you're just you're setting me up.
0: Hell! All right. Speaking of the border, this uh, this border so-called deal there in the aid package to Ukraine and Israel, it looks as if it's dead on arrival. The deal would allow reportedly 5000 migrants across the border each day, which is absolutely mind boggling. What are you hearing about this right now, Brian?
1: Well, it's it's dead. I, you know, the House made it clear. Don't even bring it up. I don't think they might even finish it, let it go to the Senate. So, you know, right now it is uh, when you see what's sold. I've been talking to Senator Langford pretty consistently, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really good things in the bill. The problem is there's too much discretion. And when you see President Biden yesterday, by the way, solely solely dis- disrespectful, yelling during uh, important, answering important questions about uh, retaliatory strikes uh, at or possibly at Iran. Uh, talking about this uh, border deal and he does it in front of a helicopter does not sit in front of a vestibule or even make a statement in a normal setting he screams it out you don't even know if he understands the question we can't understand his answer i can't even use them on, on radio you probably have the same issue mm-hmm. i gotta come back and say what he said because most people at home yeah. can not even understand it it's so disrespectful to us yeah. and i'm not talking about the media i'm talking about the american public so he won't talk to people he just screams things out and then he goes, I need the power to close the border. That is, that is so insulting. When he reversed all the executive decisions that President Trump put in place, he could put them all right back. Now he says, I need the power and the money. Right. You just gave $163 million to this UNRWA organization who founds out they took part in the October 7th attacks. You give that money. And you go put that, you put that money and you give it to the border people. You make sure Border Patrol has their overtime that for some reason they haven't gotten yet. You have a conversation with the Border Patrol, uh, uh, the uh, Customs and Border Patrol president, union president, the only union he won't talk to, who you haven't talked to in two years. And then you say, I don't have the power to do anything. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, I said, this is going to give him a talking point. It's going to help him with the election. This is not going to help us with the border. So I think the maybe the best method is to wait it out.
0: Well, speaking of waiting it out, the president says he knows what his response will be against Iran or the Iran proxies after the three American service members were killed on Sunday in Jordan. We, the American people, we don't know what that response is because we haven't seen it yet. Here we are on Wednesday, Brian, nothing from this administration. What's your take about the lack of action, at least so far, by the Biden White House?
1: There's the Washington Post has this column today uh, in terms of what happened mm-hmm. in uh, Jordan, and it says, look, hit back, but you need a plan. Uh, whatever you're doing to Houthi rebels is only emboldening them. Whatever you're trying to do to Iran with your outstretched hand and your tolerance is only emboldening them. Whatever you're doing militarily in the area is not deterring them. And whatever where our troops are sleeping at night, they're not protected. You have to get a plan. You cannot wing it. Our people deserve better. Remember, Navy SEALs boarding ships until the sea, we lose two. Uh, boarding that ship, a successful operation as we were moving, uh, moving armaments uh, to Hamas. Fine, but we lose two Navy SEALs boarding the vessel. But What is the plan? And you have to think it out. All we're doing is reacting to one-off incidents, hoping that they miss, hoping our missile defense works. That's not the way Americans do it. So even the Washington Post is saying, "Get your act together." Even give me a bad plan. So, and I will hit it at the time and, and the place that I choose. We've heard, I mean, doesn't heard that. We also heard that idiotic statement, don't. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many more times do we, do we need to hear don't to understand it didn't work?
0: Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and a.m. 580. I'll see you next time.